Hey. What's going on, Business Athlete Nation? Hey, when your brand is built on showing up, when your personal brand is built on accountability, you show up. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. If you celebrate Christmas, Christmas Eve today. Yeah, Chief Batfleet's here. Noon, live in the lab. I sit here Monday to Friday. Extending it into Saturdays and Sundays now. We're just not going away. What do you do when you're trying to find an audience? What do you do when you're trying to create a brand that's about accountability? What do you do when you're trying to create something that people can look up to? What do you do when you try to create something where you want people to feel like they can belong? Well, you create a business and you show them. You show them the power of showing up. And that's what we're doing. We're showing up. Showing up today on Christmas Eve. Sunday. The day before Santa comes. So I sat down here this morning and I said to myself, how can I add value? So as you know, we record these on a, we record these live at noon. They drop the next morning in your inbox. So if you're hearing this on Christmas morning, Merry Christmas. I told you, I'm dropping in your inbox. Give you something to get through your day. So I've been, I was wrestling with myself this morning. Saying, okay, need to keep considering ways we can add value to the audience. How do I give them something that, geez, is there like a lot of music going on here? No, there's just, <laughs> I thought I'd bring in some Christmas beats here this morning. So I'm doing a couple things today. I'm gonna spend some time giving you a chance to get to know me. Because as I said, I recognize that the value that I believe I bring to the table is that accountability partner, is that friend, is that friendly voice, is the guy that shows up. You know, if, if you're in the habit of going to the gym, driving to the gym, walking to the gym, going to your own gym, sometimes just knowing that somebody you like or somebody you know is going to be there gives you that reason to show up. Because you're saying to yourself, well, if they're going to be there, I guess I better, better be there as well. And that's the kind of value we're trying to bring here to you with our live in the lab show is that friendly voice is that realization by you, my business athlete member. Yeah. He's showing up and he's going to give me some tidbits and tips and ideas and things to think about while we're spending some time together. And ideally, ideally I'm giving you things to ponder as you listen to me. As you get through your day, whether it's starting your morning, whether it's middle of the day, whether it's the evening, but my ambition, my accountability ambition is to give you content that helps you connect with me, my stories, our audience's stories, our guest stories, give you something that will move you. And we're still trying to figure that out, admittedly. But I believe the first thing in figuring that in, <laughs> I'll try to figure out how I speak today. I, I think one of that first ways we can figure that out with you is continuing to give you an opportunity to get to know me. So yeah, I, I, I show up. I show up every day. That's something we know. Check the box. That's that. That's a skill set that I bring. And I hope you're seeing that. But I was presented with a, a series of questions this morning and said, hey, Keith, we want to tell your story to the world. It's part of me building my brand, the Keith Billis brand, the business athlete performance lab, Bapple, that brand is giving you the audience a reason to want to connect to want to have to tune in to want to desire to tune in to want to click play when it drops in your inbox in the morning so i was given some questions 
I said to myself, well, do I record these in private? Do I make some notes and give them in private? Or do I get in front of the camera, in front of the microphone, and reveal myself? Perhaps that's the best way to continue connecting with you. How are you going to get to know me if I don't reveal myself to you? How do I get you to trust me to help you get to your next? If I don't share what I've been through, as I'm often reminded, sure, I'm the talking head and sure, I'm the pretty face. Sure, I got good lighting and a great microphone because we know that's when all this goes away, I'm just old, wrinkled, and I sound like this. So why don't we get into the interview? The self-interview today. And hey, what's shaking to those of you that are tuning in today? Why don't you come drop a comment? Come join me. You know, I started the conversation. I dropped something in the LinkedIn feed this morning, which was, does this season, this holiday season make you feel anxious? I know it does for me. I'm going to put that right out there. It does for me. And you know, as I reflect, it always has. It always has. Why does it make you feel anxious? If you're listening right now, why do you, why do you go into the holiday season knowing that it's about joy, knowing that it's about happiness? What, what causes you to struggle? Where does your anxiety come from? My anxiety comes from the idea of expectations. And I don't know, maybe that's my own shit. But it's it's this expectation that everybody's just buying stuff and giving stuff. And admittedly, some of it just feels manufactured and fake. And if there's something you know about me, and as you're getting to know me, I hope you see that I'm not manufactured and not fake. As a matter of fact, one of my biggest insecurities is when, is when I look out there to my peers. I know, I know comparison's a killer. I know comparison's a killer. But when I look to my peers, and you know, gentlemen, you know, I'm talking to you right now. My fellow business leaders my fellow athletes, you know that if you compare yourself to your peers, it's going to kill you. Well, bad habit I have. Bad habit. So when I think about comparison and I think about the Christmas and the holiday season, it just seems so manufactured. It's all about just trying to buy as much stuff as we can and give it to everybody. And I've worked hard in my life to try to change the message to experiences with my family, with people around me. Create the experience. Buy an experience for somebody. Take somebody on an experience instead of buy them a gift. Give them the gift of time. Give them the gift of your time. Give them a gift of an experience that words can't define. So I guess what also makes me feel anxious about this season is that I like to go. I, I like to feel like life is living and moving. And I guess part of that anxiety as I sit here and reflect with you guys is that we all slow down and stop. That's probably the reason why I'm here. It's because I feel like when, when, when my rhythm gets out of whack, everything goes sideways. So perhaps part of my reason for accountability is, is just how I'm wired. You got to show up. And it's almost as if Christmas and the holiday season gives us all an excuse not to show up. Maybe that's one of the reasons it creates anxiety for me as well. You're presented with all this food. You're presented with 
all of these choices that you normally might not have in front of you. And then it poses a dilemma for you. Do I have the extra pierogi? Do I have the extra dozen pierogies? Do I eat that box of chocolates over there? I'm going to feel shitty. But now they're sitting there. It's Christmas time. I don't want to disrespect the people around me, so I'm going to go eat them. But then, and you know, you know who, you know how you're feeling as I'm talking to you right now. You know the feeling. You then go home at night or the next day and you're thinking, ah, shit, my pants feel tighter. Shouldn't have had those extra chocolates. But I felt like I had to. And I guess it's just those those pressures. I, I've I've never been one to do well with pressures from others. And perhaps being vulnerable with you, perhaps it's part of my own issues. I don't like when people expect something of me. Because I feel like if you're expecting something of me, I have failed you. I pride myself on trying to get ahead of that expectation and deliver proactively. And I guess that relates to accountability. Because if I don't show up, I've disappointed you. I've often said before that, that accountability and showing up for work while it is the most easiest thing to do, it's actually the most difficult thing for all of us to do. And it's become my superpower. Consistency. Cause anxiety for you. Like, as I looked into today, I just couldn't wait to get to next week. But then I look at next week and I think, okay, well, the next weekend's New Year's weekend. And then we're into January. And it just causes me all the stress it really it really does and maybe it does for you so what i hope is this show this show as a service this self-help show as a service gives you a place a safe space to feel like i feel maybe we can have some conversations together because there's one thing that i can offer you here in the lab when you're a member, and you can become a member going to inside.bapple.ai. And we've talked about membership here. This is the cheapest membership you're going to have to hold yourself accountable. Like if you're dropping 50 bucks in a gym membership a month or 100 bucks a month or 30, whatever you're spending on your membership and you're not using it, well, then what the hell's the point of having it? Fuck, go cancel it. And you know, if you look in our memberships, just quietly kind of threw the price in there at six bucks a month, $72 a year. Really? Like, come on. Six bucks to hold you accountable? In your inbox? Giving you something to consider, to think about? Not unreasonable. Now, if you're really into what we're doing, we'd love to invite you to be a league member, a founding league member. 1200 bucks, lifetime access. And if there's anything that I've shown you, and I can confidently tell you this, is you know I'm going to show up because I just have and I do. And I constantly do. I don't think I'm the smartest guy around by a long stretch. Perhaps the most handsome. No question about that. Ask my kids. <laughs> Joking aside. Not the sharpest tack in the drawer. Not the smartest dog in the pack. But I believe the hardest working. That is my superpower. And that is what we're going to continue conveying to you as we build the business athlete performance lab. So again, that's what I believe I bring to you. Is you know that every single morning, I'm going to be there for you that friendly voice, that compassionate ear. Let me ask you this. Huh, let me ask you this. <clears throat> you buy a book from somebody recently? A coaching book from somebody recently? Maybe a self-help book from somebody recently? Are they there for you every day? Can you connect with them every single day? Or is the book sitting on your shelf? 
you've read it, you look at it, sometimes you reflect upon it, but are you connecting with the author every single day? <laughs> I know the answer. So do you. So we're offering a paradigm shift here in the lab. We're offering you a self-help show as a service. Six bucks a month. Connect with me, connect with other authors, connect with all the authors, connect with all of our guests, connect with ongoing content that's going to bring you value. And I know that we're struggling for attention in today's world. It's all about attention. How do I get somebody's attention and keep it? And this guy, this guy's doing what? A long form talk show? A long form conversational talk show where people just want stuff in one second sound bites? Yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> Maybe it's whacked. Perhaps it is bizarre. But I believe there's a place for this, especially for the audience we're talking to. Gentlemen, athletes, just left the dressing room, heading on the bus, reflecting on winding down your career, thinking about your family right now, thinking about how lifestyle might change, thinking about, okay, what's up next for me? What's transition look like for me? Hey, I've been there. Oh, I've been there. It's heavy. It's heavy. So what you'll know with us and what you'll get from us is that daily dose of inspiring, accountable content that keeps you moving forward. The friendly voice. That's what I'm going to bring you. And as we continue to tweak and define what we're going to deliver, we're going to send you the weather? I don't know. We're going to give you sports scores? I don't know. I want to give you tips. <clears throat> Let's get to that interview that I promised you. So, first off, starts off for me and it says, hey, we want to portray Keith as relatable, not untouchable. And I was given seven steps to crafting my backstory so that you can get to know me. And one of the first questions I was asked was how did Keith, how did I struggle with accountability in the past? I took some time to reflect upon that, my past. And I guess when I think about how I struggled with accountability in the past, it was as much about struggling with failure and struggling with letting others down. I've had my fair share of failures. And part of those failures, I believe, is wondering where and how I relate to others. Okay, well, I'm, I'm not really the suit guy. I'm not really... cut out to do that kind of work. But I'm full of ideas. I have ADD, I have ADHD, whatever those letters are. I know I can get stuff done. I know I can be the hardest working guy in the world. So for me, struggling with accountability was struggling with failure. And here's the point. Here's the point, Melissa. I've struggled with not finishing things in the past, starting something, not finishing it, wanting to do something, not getting it done, focusing on perfection, not progress. And to me, struggling with accountability was as much not finishing what I started. I went to university, went to college in Kelowna, British Columbia, didn't finish. Started a number of projects in my lifetime, didn't finish. Have a photography album from Africa from a couple years ago, did not finish. So I struggle with that. There you go. I struggle with not finishing things. I struggle with getting distracted by something else. 
And how does it make me feel? It makes me feel fucking shitty. It makes me feel like a failure. And it's that it's what drives me right now is I get behind the microphone and the camera every single day, building my next in front of you and building the business athlete performance lab. Because I got to finish this. I have to finish what I started. I need to show my kids the power of finishing something. So holding myself accountable to something, it's been difficult for me. True story. (laughs) I sit here and I say, hey, I show up all the time. Well, I haven't in the past. Projects start here, projects start there, ADD there, ADD here, ADHD everywhere. That's been my biggest struggle with accountability is starting something and not being able to finish it. A lot of big ideas in my head. And I know you do too, my entrepreneurial friends, my business leaders, my athletes. You think to yourself, hey, how am I gonna, how am I gonna finish this? It's tough. So I adopted this idea of just showing up. Because I believe if I show up every single day, it'll inevitably get done. And how did that lack of accountability make me feel as I said it doesn't it does not not even in the past it just doesn't make me feel very good it beats on me and to be frank it's what drives me every single day it's what drives me into this chair every single day proving to myself proving to you guys proving to my family that I can pull this off that I can finish this I've been let go of jobs before, lost my job before. Perhaps you have. How did it make you feel? Didn't make me feel very good. And then I asked myself when I struggle with that accountability, it was this, I feel like I left, I feel like I let my family down, my friends down. Because I wasn't accountable. So it's an internal battle of not feeling very good about yourself, about letting others down, letting yourself down, letting your own mirror down. And I think it's what age does is when you reflect upon it over time, you realize that, okay, I'm not doing that again. And we talk about, you know, my struggles with peanut butter. You know, and I, and I talk about the idea of the two shoulders. And I just relate it down to how, how's it going to make me feel if I, if I dig it. If I dig into it. Next question in the interview. What were the three, what were the things that people said to and about Keith, about me? Because of my lack of accountability. And what were the consequences? I don't know the things that people were saying about me. And frankly, I don't care. There's one thing you will know about me is that I don't largely care what others think. I find myself the opposite. I find myself when I'm spending too much time caring and concerning what others are thinking, you then get the not real version of me. Putting a suit on putting all the gloss on, taking the rough around the edges off. This is me. When I spend a lot of time caring about what others are thinking about, you get the inauthentic version of myself. So what were the things that people said to and about me because of my lack of accountability? Well, I'm imagining that they're saying, ah, the guy's a talker. The guy's a schmuck. The guy just can't pull it off. The guy talks like he can. He just talks, talks, talks. 
But ultimately, he's just not going to fail. He's not going to make it. He's just not going to be accountable to it. Perhaps, perhaps lack of judgment. They're questioning. Perhaps they're questioning. How could you do that? Where's your accountability? Well, the consequences were. You find yourself stuck. Having to restart. Having to look again. Next question. The change event. What decision did Keith make that started his journey towards becoming accountable? It's been my life. Huh. What decision? What decision? What decision did I make that, that started my journey toward being accountable? Hmm. When I reflect upon that question, loaded for me, there was times in my life where I probably wasn't very accountable or was only accountable to myself. Not a good trait. Perhaps reflecting upon those around me that I hurt. Because I wasn't being accountable to them. I was only being accountable to myself. Maybe some of the conversations about me and towards me were considered selfish. Ah, he's selfish. Not very accountable. So the decision that I made along the way was that I had to show up. I had to show up every single day. And that's where it gets linked to my business athlete persona. This idea that you got to take care of your physical self, your mental self, your emotional self, to take care of the business self take care of the making the cash self that part what was it eight years ago I had tried all kinds of physical fitness routines <laughs> everything you can imagine and it wasn't until I found Focus Fitness and AJ Zeglin. That was a decision that took me on my journey towards day-to-day -day accountability. I had always thought that I showed up in the past, but it really wasn't until I met AJ I'm calling out AJ. It's shaking, my friend. And the team at Focus, where I recognize that that's how I can become accountable. Looking at the pros training in the gym, looking at guys like Mark Stewart, NHL hockey player Mark Stewart. Admittedly, not the most talented guy on the ice, but man, the hardest working. And that, I related to that. Looking at other pros that showed up at the gym every single morning, whether it was 4.30, 6.30 a.m., I recognize that, wow, if they're playing at the pinnacle of professional sport, that's where it starts. That's how it starts. And I had always thought that. But I never had found myself finding an environment that enabled that. And that always stuck with me, which truthfully has been a lot of the impetus for the business athlete performance lab. This virtual gym, this virtual accountability space that I could give people a space to belong to, 
I can give people a place to be inspired. That holy shit, if that guy's getting up and getting his work done, I can too. He's here every single day. And I've seen his success. Clearly, when I witness that guy doing it and I've seen his success, some of that's going to rub off on me. So that was monumental for me, was seeing what it took to be a pro athlete when you weren't the most talented pro athlete in the dressing room. And then what also struck me was the people that I met on my journey to that training facility. I was the guy that was always leading them into the gym every single morning. And we're talking business leaders. We're talking retired athletes. We're talking athletes. The gym opened at 6 a.m. I was always there first. And when I recognized that I was always there first and I was the guy showing up first, that I was the guy holding them accountable. Made me feel good. It showed me that that's something that I was good at, that I could be a leader at, that if I showed up first and I put the work in, that others would follow. That taught me a lot about accountability. And it was during that journey where the light started to go on for me. You see, because before that, I had already sold ICUC. I sold ICUC, and if I back it up even further to that, you know, Sorry, just pondering. If I think further back to that, you know, one of the questions that was posed to me back when we were starting ICUC by my business partner, Maurice, which was, hey man, if we don't focus on sales, we got nothing. You gotta be accountable to sales, he says to me. So there's something for you guys to consider. I had a business partner, his name was Maurice. We identified our roles very, very early in our relationship. He was taking care of one thing. I was taking care of another thing. And as we were growing ICUC and I was letting him down with my lack of accountability for sales, he said to me point blank, Keith, if you don't focus on sales, we're not going to fucking hit our goals. It was as simple as that. And our goals were millions of dollars, life-changing money. That was an eye-opener for me. And that was that focus, which was okay. I got to go be accountable to him, to myself, and to those that are working here so we can go turn this thing into something we believe in. And we did. Turns it into a $50 million sale from nothing. It was at impetus to focus on accountability, putting the calls in every single day. That was another learning lesson for me. But then that just turned on the taps for money. That just turned on the taps for a whole other host of problems. If I'm being very frank and vulnerable with you, new lifestyle, new streams of income, new opportunities, new things you could buy new opportunities to take you out of your own accountability zone, new opportunities to fail. When you go from nothing to something, shit changes. Questioning your own accountability goes out the window from time to time, letting others down. So yeah. That was a moment for me when I was told, we got to start selling. If we don't start selling, we're not hitting the targets. We're not making the cash we want to make. So that was a spark. But I was still empty. If I'm reflecting, still empty. Driving the business, making the money, selling the business. On the outside, it was all awesome. 
nice clothes, nice lifestyle, traveling everywhere. To others, the guy's got it all. Look at it. But inside, still struggling with my own accountability. My own visits to the peanut butter jar, middle of the night. My own visits to my therapist along the way to keep me accountable. Battling with all the shit going through my head. So it was that idea of finding Focus Fitness in AJ Zeglin, which was that aha moment that I had to take care of my human, my machine, and I found a place that I could do that. I found a place that I felt like I belonged, where others were putting the work in to hold themselves accountable to get to their next. That was the eye-opener for me, was finding this facility, this mindset, these people, which activated the business athlete inside of me. That is what activated who I am today. So guys like AJ Zeglin. And here's the thing with AJ. AJ was 10 years younger than I am. And then a guy like John Heimbecker. And these names are nothing to you. I recognize that. But hey. If I was writing a book, they'd be, they'd be names in the book. But I'm not writing you a book. I'm delivering you a show as a service. A self-help show as a service. My stories, my guest stories. This content that just will continue to live for you. Sit back and hang on it. Just like you would a book. But who is the person? Who are the people that lifted me up? And helped me see my potential. Just three particular names. Three particular names that if I'm writing a book, I'm calling them out right now. First person. His name is Maurice Gingra. Back when I was going through my corporate struggles, wondering where I fit. Corporate guy, entrepreneur guy. Knowing I had the ability to make a difference in the world, but just not knowing where I fit. Knowing I had a talent, but not knowing where that talent was. I was working with Maurice. And he said to me, I don't know what you're doing next. And I don't know where you're going next. And I don't know what you're going to do next. But I've worked with you now, Keith, for the last couple of years. And that was during our days, in the early days of Cantel Wireless here in Canada, selling cell phones. And he said, I thoroughly enjoy working with you. I love your energy. I love your ability to show up every single day. He said to me, so whatever you're doing next, I want to invest in Keith Billis Incorporated. Didn't have anything. I didn't have a business. I didn't have anything I was doing next. All that I knew was that I was going to do something significant. And he wanted to be a part of it. He believed in me. He believed in my attitude. He believed in what I was trying to do with myself. He believed in my ability to motivate others, lead others, and create something. So he made an investment in Keith, a small investment. He wrote me a check. I'll never forget that check, lunchtime. It was a $10,000 check. He said, hey, don't know what you're doing next. Don't know what you're up to next, but whatever you're doing, I wanna be a part of that. I'll forever be, I'll forever be full of vitamin G for that moment. That check, that check spurned me to the next stage of my life, which enabled us to create ICUC into the social media juggernaut that it was and still is in the world of social media management. 
So it was Maurice Gingro that set me off on my professional journey to accountability, to creating something, and reminding me along the ways I told you moments ago, man, we're not selling. You got to sell. You got to go sell something. We need revenue. And I knew I was good at sales. And I knew I couldn't let him down. He cut me a check. I couldn't let him down. So there's one. Number two is AJ Zeglin. I spoke about AJ when I met AJ. AJ's 10 years younger than I am. And I met him. Training the Jets. Training the pro team here in Winnipeg. Former college super athlete. Respected strength coach. Conditioning coach. Now respected psychoanalyst. Spent the last three years of his life focusing on building up his practice to help people with words, speaking to folks. So when I met AJ and I saw that he believed in what I was trying to do with myself, he taught me. He taught me things inside of focus that helped me be accountable. He, he sorted things out for me. He was one who would say to me, but Keith, does it matter to you what works for somebody else? If it works for you, let it work for you. Because I'd go to AJ about, should I, should I intermittent fast? Should I count macros? Should I do this? Should I do that? And he always present the question back to me, which was, well, what works best for you? What's going what's gonna to work best for you? Try it out. He was very empowering for my own accountability. And then when I would show up at the gym before AJ and he would say to me, Hey man, if you're here before I am, just, just open up, let everybody in. Then I recognize that there was that trust. He trusted me knowing that I was going to show up. And his age truthfully kept me motivated, kept me accountable. I always said to myself, if I can lift, if I can be as active, if I can be as, if I can be one tenth of AJ Zeglin, 10 years younger than I am, then I'm going to be okay. There was another person in that facility that I met. His name was John Heinbecker. Again, you don't know John. Don't expect you to know John. What's shaking John? John has no idea I'm talking about him right now. But John was 10 years older than I am. And I looked up to John. John showed up every single day at the gym. Very, very, very successful executive in Winnipeg, in the grain industry, big family business, 100-year-old family business. You don't have success, 100-year-old family business success by not showing up. So I met John, and I saw how he showed up every single day. Every single day, Heimbecker would show up, put his time in, put his mental time in, put his physical time in. He would show up. And I stood in between those two guys. I said to myself, if I can be as good as AJ at his age, and if I can be as good as John at his age, and I'm right in the middle of these two guys, I'm in a good place. So between Maurice, between AJ, between John, those three gentlemen, they don't know this. If they're reading their book, my book right now, they're going, holy fuck. They played big roles in my journey of life and accountability. AJ was the guy that I'd speak to early mornings when the gym wasn't open, early mornings on weekends, holidays, as I was going down my journey through divorce. And maybe some of you right now listening to this are having those thoughts, those considerations and wondering who you can talk to. Put my hand up. I'll be here every single day. You can DM me, message me, connect with me, call me, send me a text. But AJ was a rock for me in holding myself accountable to that process. Because you have to show up during that process of going through a divorce. Your life is changing. It's changing. 
And we're not going to sit here and talk about change for good, change for bad, change for judgment. We're talking about change. It's changing. So having somebody to show up for you during that process is very, very empowering. And that's what AJ Zeglin did for me. Helped me account- helped me be accountable to that process. One of the next questions here on the list was the result. What's the continuation of Keith's story? How is he achieving? How is he achieving? How is he achieving even greater success today? Hmm. Well, the continuation of Keith's story has been playing out in front of you over the last 60 days, 90 days here live in the lab as I'm unveiling and creating my next in front of all of you, building this business out in the open. Am I achieving even greater success today? I'm trying. Trying to restart. I've been through my own journey the last few years. ICUC and myself went our separate ways a few years back. That's a discussion. And you know, people say, yeah, but Keith, you sold the company a long time ago. Yeah, but I did. But then I ran it for 10 years. Continued to run it. Run it like it was my own. Because it was my own. It was my baby. Started it from nothing. The culture, the people, it's mine. So when that moment was made, February of 2021, the decision that they were going that way and I wasn't invited, that's had a bigger impact on my life as I sit here in front of you today than I'd say I even realized. And it's taken me, it's taken me up until now, this year, the last six months to truly figure that out. So the continuation of my story is you're seeing it unfold right in front of your eyes. The success I believe we're going to have here in the lab is inevitable. But finding the right messaging, the right audience to get our message out in front of will be our biggest challenge. So when I'm asked, how am I achieving even greater success today? Perhaps I can flip that on its head and ask a question, which is what scares me about not having greater success today. That's what motivates me to be accountable every single day. Because I don't want, I don't want to go get a job. Do I have to go get a job? Well, here's the frank reality. Money doesn't last forever. Living off your savings can't last forever. 51 years old, I've probably got a few years left in me. The need to make income is necessary. But more importantly, truthfully, more importantly, the need to have and make an impact is even more important to me. Because here's what I wrestle with. Yeah, go get a job, go make yourself a couple hundred grand a year. But I've been there. I've been the entrepreneur who ran it all myself who knew that if I wanted to go make more money, go sell something more to the guy who was the corporate guy who ran a corporate business, had to play within the corporate lines. Did I enjoy it? No, (laughs) no pause. Did I enjoy the paycheck? Sure. Absolutely. Who, Who wouldn't, but did I enjoy the bureaucracy? Did I enjoy not making a difference? No. So that's what I struggle with when we talk about, the continuation of Keith's story. 
does Keith's story go back to being corporate? No, that's not who I am. So every single day when I get in front of the camera, in front of the microphone, and be vulnerable in front of the audience, I say to myself, okay, well, if somebody one day is going to bring me into a corporate office and have me speak to their team or me speak to their people, do I got to put a suit on? Do I got to be somebody else? No, that's not what I'm going to deliver. That's not the value that I bring. So I'm working my damn tail off to build this business the way that I want to build this business. Build this virtual gym for people like me that don't want to go do something they don't want to do. Build this business for people like me that want to do their own thing but don't know how to start. Nervous about having that progress instead of perfection. Nervous about not knowing what that first step looks like. Not having that AJ Zeglin in their corner. Not having that Maurice Jingra in their corner. Not having that John Heinbecker in the corner. Those three names. Monumental in my journey. And sure, there's other names. But those really strike to me. Stick out to me. Maurice, AJ, and John. So I'm hoping that my next story... The continuation of my story is that I become that name for you, that voice for you, that accountability partner for you. So when somebody asks you in the future, hey, Joe, hey, Steve, who's your inspiration? How did you achieve your next set of goals? Maybe you'll say, hey, I was a member of the Business Athlete Performance Lab. I tuned into Keith's show every single day. He kept me going. That's empowering to me. Speaking of empowering, Lauren says to me yesterday, my beautiful Lauren, she says to me, is it empowering knowing that you're in the lab behind the microphone, behind the camera, when most of your competition, if you want to call it that, the people that you're the other the other leaders the other coaches the other folks out there that are perhaps sharing a similar message is it empowering to you that they're all not there like yeah it is is it empowering to you keith that you're the only talk show on linkedin that's going live every single day yeah it is is it empowering that how there's question how do you do this every how do you do this every single day live it is and you know, it's funny. I'm often questioned, Keith, why do you go live? Why don't you just record? It's easier, to, it's easier to record. Exactly. Exactly. It's easier to record. Sure, it's easier to record. It's easier to record whenever time works for everybody else. It's hard to be accountable to the same time spot every single day. It doesn't matter whether we go live at 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 3 o'clock. To put something on live in front of you guys every single day, does that not deliver a message of accountability? Does that not give you, my business athlete nation, my business athlete colleagues, teammates, a superpower potion to have you move forward? If you're thinking, well, hell, He's going to be there, so I guess I got to be there too. Bring your system. Bring your workout program. Bring it to the lab Monday morning. Say, hey, Keith, yeah, I'm starting this today. Awesome. Let's do it. I don't care what you do. I'll make some suggestions. I'll make some recommendations, but you'll be the one who's making those decisions. But you know I'm going to be here. And that, to me, is our magic, our superpower. That's the value we're bringing you with this show as a service. A lot of power in that. It takes no skill. It takes no skill. 
But if I can show you that we can show up every single day, the magic that happens along the way, oh, it's hard to make that tangible because it happens. It happens. So that's me. That's my backstory. And I know that I can do a better job of telling that as I tell it more often, time and time again, as I'm encouraged to tell it time and time again. But that's my backstory. Hope you enjoyed hearing it as much as I enjoyed sharing it with you. And again, as I reflect, creating this long form content for you. The ambition is this sits in your podcast feed, sits in your inbox. And that friendly voice, that friendly feeling, that empowering feeling is there. So I invite you to ask yourself some of these same questions. Ask yourself, what have you struggled with from an accountability perspective in the past? What have you struggled with? Maybe you want to write it down. You know, we've been talking about journaling here in the lab as of late and the power of journaling, the power of writing something down every single day is the first step to being accountable. I don't care what you're accountable to, but writing something down every single day is powerful. So what did you struggle with? Ask yourself. And then ask yourself how that lack of accountability made you feel. The obvious answer is that it made you feel shitty. But how did it make you feel really? How did it really make you feel? Ask yourself, be honest, write it down. And then what were some of the things that people said? You know, we talked with our guest, C. Marty Fit, Chris Martin, a few weeks back when he was going through his transition from being in an athlete to a physical fitness trainer, pro fitness trainer. And he said to me that, you know, people thought he was a loser. And I laughed. I said, a loser? He goes, oh, yeah, I know they called me a loser. I know they were thinking I was a loser. Do people make you feel like a loser when you're not accountable? I can relate to that. I absolutely can relate to that. Some days I struggle with that, perhaps that emotion these days as we're building the lab, making the sacrifices for the family. We're making some sacrifices with the family. Now we can't do that right now. We're investing in the lab. Now we can't do that right now because we're investing in this. And yet, you know, it's, it's invest and afford are two different things. Invest, afford, and principle are three different things. Keith, why don't you go on a trip? Too busy being accountable to my business. Oh. Really? Yeah, it's true. Why don't you go somewhere? Nope, too busy being accountable to the business. Too busy making sacrifice. Enjoyable sacrifice. Accountability is about sacrifice. If you can find the ability to make sacrifice, you'll be accountable. So ask yourself. What was that change event? What was the change event that... made you start your journey towards accountability. Maybe it's this weekend. Maybe this weekend of food. Maybe too many gifts. Maybe too much family. Maybe this weekend causes a trigger in your life, which you say that you need to make a change. And if you're looking for that courage to make that change, I invite you to bring your courage and your story to the lab. There's a safe space for you here. But this is the weekend where if shit's going to change, it's probably going to be triggered from this weekend. I can give you another personal metaphor of my own. Help me be accountable. It was climbing a mountain. You've heard me talk before about climbing mountains. You know, if you're going to go commit to climbing Mount Kilimanjaro, one of the tallest mountains on the planet, you don't, you don't have room to 
not put the time in if you don't want to succeed. So that was an obvious accountability test for me. It was sitting down with AJ and saying, hey, AJ, I'm going to go climb this mountain. I want to put together a 100-day plan to go climb it. So I spent 100 days training for it. That was an accountability plan. I had to show up for 100 days knowing that those 100 were going to make the next 10 more enjoyable. And boy, did they ever. That was a moment for me. And it's funny, we talk about moments. When does the light go on? We all have our pivots. When does the light go on that says, no, I'm tired of this. No, I'm tired of feeling fat. I got to be accountable to myself. No, I'm tired of huffing and puffing when I'm going for a run. I got to be accountable to myself. We all have that moment. Nope. This is driving me nuts. I got to make a big decision. Ask yourself, what are those moments? And then as you look to 2024, ask yourself, what's going to be the continuation of your story? How are you going to achieve even greater success tomorrow than you are today? The million dollar question. So believe it or not, believe it or not, we've been going at this for an hour. <laughs> Again, did you buy a book from a coach? Is he there for you right now? Probably not. Probably not. Because he, because he or she sold you a book. I'm selling you a service. I'm presenting you a service with Live in the Lab. We'll be there every single day, giving you the voice, giving you the confidence, empowering you to be accountable to your next. So I invite you, go put your email address into inside.bapple.ai. Come join us. Come get some content delivered to your inbox. Come get to know me. I'm going to bring the real me every single time. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, not going to manufacture it, not going to put the suit on. It's funny. I say to myself sometimes, okay, so if I get invited to a guest speaking gig, like what's that look like? I got to put on the suit. I got to go and be something that I'm not. No, no. If you want to hire an empowering speaker, who's been on a journey of life, who's going to bring what you see in front of the camera, you're bringing me, you're bringing music. I'm bringing energy. I'm bringing an attitude. I'm bringing some fun. I'm bringing my story. That's what you're getting. That's how I keep myself accountable is I bring myself win or lose. I bring myself. So if this is dropping in your inbox on a Christmas morning, I hope you enjoyed our little chat. Hope we'll give you some things to think about. I hope I did. That was the intention. I'm going to wrap it up, say goodbye, prepare for today. And I said this yesterday. These solo shows are new to me. But the ability to sit down in front of a microphone and a camera and have a dialogue with you, I think is a skill that many people don't know how to have. And if I'm going to teach you these skills, I need to be able to do them myself. Imagine being able to sit imagine the power you would have to sit down in front of a camera, in front of a narrative, in front of a microphone, to convey your narrative to your audience, to your stakeholders, to your employees, to your customers on a daily basis. It seems daunting, but in my experience, it has been the greatest connection platform that I have experienced since I've been back. Need some help? We can help you. That's why I'm doing this. So I can learn how to do this so I can show you how to connect with your audience on a daily basis. So in saying that, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow live in the lab, noon central. It'll be Monday. It'll be Christmas day. Kids will have opened their gifts by then. 
And then tomorrow's show will drop into your inbox on Boxing Day morning. So I thank you for jumping in and joining me today live in the lab, live in the show. Hope you enjoyed what I had to say. I hope you enjoyed me sharing my story with you. Maybe, maybe it bored the hell out of you, but I don't care. And that's not to be flippant. That's just to say to you that we have choices. Try to create something here. If you care enough, you'll come back. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you tomorrow, live in the lab, noon central, on LinkedIn, on X, YouTube. Have a conversation. Subscribe inside dubapple.ai. Let's do some work together. Talk to you soon. I'm Keith. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. We'll see you tomorrow.